Welcome back to another episode of the Braun Body Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Braun, and I'm excited to welcome you to the show today. Today, I'm joined for the second time by Chris Gronkowski, founder of Ice Shaker and former NFL player. Chris and I are going to be discussing the cost of success. This podcast theme actually came about a couple weeks ago after a conversation with Derek Millender, head strength coach for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And he started talking about what it took for him to be successful. And I thought, you know, I should start asking more people this question. So Chris discusses that in relation to what it took for him to make it to the NFL and what it took for him to succeed and get to the point where he is currently at in business. Before we get to this episode, though, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Chris, welcome back to the podcast. Really excited to have you on again, man. Hey, thanks for having me back. As we were talking a little bit before this, it seems like a lot of people lately want to be successful, but they might not understand what it takes to be successful. And you have made it to the highest level of competitive football playing in the NFL for the Cowboys and the Broncos. And you've achieved great business success with Ice Shaker, securing an investment on Shark Tank. You're really doing it all, man. It's very impressive. But I'm curious, what is it that you had to give up? What did all that success cost you at the end of the day? Yeah, man, a lot of people, they want to be successful. They want that quick money. A lot of people chase that quick cash. You know, they're always looking for the next best thing that's going to make them a lot of money right away. But, you know, at the end of the day, what makes you the money is just being consistent, you know, going all in, having a game plan, following the game plan putting that work in all day, every day, and finding a way to get better each and every day as well. So, uh, man, it's a grind. You know, you start from nothing. It's very, very hard to build something from the ground up. Nobody knows you. No one's ever heard of the product. You need reviews. You need customers. You need people talking. It costs a lot of money to get things going. So uh, a lot of that just, you know, to get it off the ground, it's just that grind. You know, it's all day, every day, thinking of new ideas, new ways to get it out there. And just following through on these game plans. So uh, early on, man, it was probably 100 plus hours a week. I mean, it was all day, every day. It's all I thought about. Uh, you know, if I wasn't actually physically working or answering an email or sending out packages, I was sitting there thinking of ideas, you know, just naturally. You know, you really couldn't walk away from it. So it was long hours, a lot of time away from the family. Uh, and just just absolutely grinding to get off the ground <laughs> at the beginning. And, uh, you know, a lot of nights where I was only sleeping on average, uh, you know, finally got a Fitbit to actually check this. I was sleeping like four and a half hours a night uh, for the whole year. That was like the whole year average. It wasn't like a week average. Uh, that was for a year. And at that point I looked at it and I was like, man, I need to fix this. So uh, luckily the pandemic actually helped slow me down, helped me get a little bit more sleep and made me realize that uh, I had to build a team and uh, you know, take this to another level by building a championship team instead of just trying to do everything myself. So but yeah, man, sacrifice is real. If you want to get to that next level, uh, you, you got to put the work in and, and figure things out. And it's it's going to take a lot of your time. Yeah, I mean, a year straight of 100-hour work weeks, very little sleep, that certainly takes a toll on you. And I'm sure it's challenging to be doing, you know, investing so much time into your business and you might not get to do those things that you want to do, right? You might want to work out. You might want to go out with your friends on a Friday night or spend time with the family. And unfortunately, you might have to shift your priorities away from some of those things in order to succeed in the long run. Big time, man. I mean, I went from partying, having fun, going out on weekends to uh, 
you know, a Saturday night might get a little crazy if I do a live stream on social to uh, <laughs> about the business. So, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, I have four kids now as well. So it, it's a major priority to also hang out with the family. Uh, so now I have to put in schedules where, uh, you know, I, I still need to work out. I need to take time for myself. Um, but I also need time for the business and I need time for family. So, uh, at this point I live on a schedule that's very, you know, regimented and I, I make sure that I get all those things in every day. How do you block your time? Do you find like doing certain things like say working out in the morning or reading, answering emails in the morning is better, or how do you recommend that someone who's looking to succeed in business, entrepreneurship, those kind of endeavors, how should they set up their schedule? Yeah, man, there's certain things in the day that I am way more consistent with and, and way more focused um, at certain times. So I don't normally wake up. I kind of set my schedule at that point. I knock out a couple really hard things while I get ready for the gym. Uh, by the time I knock out a couple really hard things, I'm frustrated enough that I got to go to the <laughs> gym, got to work it out. Uh, so I spend, you know, really it's, it's not much, it's probably a 45 minute workout. Uh, I get in, get a good workout in, get out. Uh, and then I'm back home and I'm getting my kids up and getting ready for school. You know, uh, I'll take the baby for a walk, the dog for a walk, stuff like that. And at the same time, I'm just kind of planning out my day, but yeah, I like to tackle the hardest stuff, uh, when no one's bothering me. So right when I wake up or a lot of times I'll, I'll work late at night too, I'll put the kids to bed. Uh, you know, there's no calls, no emails coming in. I could lock in, I could focus, I could dig in deep and, uh, that's where I'll, I'll answer and, and do some of the harder stuff as well. Right. I like that using kind of prioritization with your time on stuff that you have to tackle right away, as opposed to stuff that, you know, it's smaller fish to fry, so to speak, and you can save it for later. And I really like working when, you know, no one else is up, no one else is around, minimizes your distractions, like you said. And, you know, I can attest to your ability to do that because, we were emailing back and forth at 6 a.m. the other day, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm up, man. I'm up. And, uh, yeah, people don't think I sleep. I do. I do sleep more, but you'll get me at 11 p.m., sometimes midnight, and then you'll still get that 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 email back at 5 a.m., so. Right, right. And yeah. everything that you've said so far, including the long hours, the crazy, you know, work week, that kind of thing, I would imagine that probably applied to football too, right? You know, putting in long hours for studying the playbook, working out, doing recovery stuff, nutrition. Big big time, man. I think a lot of people think football is a game uh, that, you know, you play in high school and it's fun. And when you get to the NFL level, it's a, it's a job. And just like any other job, you know, you got to take it serious. And if you don't, you're going to be cut. You're going to be fired. So uh, a day in the NFL, normally, you know, especially if you're hurt, you know, it starts, it starts really early. You know, if you're hurt, you're in there 6 a.m., you're getting treatment uh, and then you're getting done. You know, you might get home at five, six o'clock, then you're getting up, you're doing the same thing. And that lasts the whole season. You know, you get one day off when you get a day off, you know, a lot of times you're spending that day off recovering, you know, you're still going back into the complex, you're, you're getting treatment, you're doing hot, cold tubs, stuff like that. Uh, so even a day off during the season, isn't always necessarily a day off. So. Uh, absolute grind too. I, I guess the mental side of it, it's still there. You know, you got to know your place. You got to be locked in. Uh, that's a big part of it. But the stress is, is I, to me, was bigger. You know, when I was playing, my dentist would be like, "What are you doing?" And um, like, "What do you mean?" But my teeth were just all grinded down because I was just so stressed out every night. I went to bed. It was just grinding my teeth, grinding my teeth, grinding my teeth. So, uh, second I stopped playing football, that ended. They <laughs> the they I stopped. I stopped grinding my teeth. So. Uh, just a lot of pressure, uh, a lot of stress, and 
one of the greatest things uh, ever done for sure. I'd do it all again, but it, it's it's not just a game. It's it's a job where everyone watches, everyone records it, everyone rewatches it, and there's a lot of a lot of people that critique it. So um, you got to be got to be all in. Yeah, yeah, you definitely need thick skin for you know kids and these younger athletes who are in high school or college and they want to play at that next level. Whether that's you know they want to make the college team or they want to play professionally in the NFL or a different football league. Do you have any kind of advice that you would give to them on, you know, work ethic and preparation and things based on your own experiences? Yeah, for sure. Uh, man, you want to get to that next level, you got to put that work in. So come on, man. That's <laughs> over here throwing stuff around. Uh, no, one of my, one of the things my dad did for us was the first thing he did was like, he put a gym in our basement ended up starting a whole business from it. But, um, you know, he wanted to make sure that we had the ability to work out whenever we needed to, you know, that strength, uh, you know, that leads to explosiveness that all transfers onto the field. So working out was huge. Uh, I was a smaller, you know, I guess football terms, I was a smaller player. Uh, so getting in the weight room was big for me. That was always his big push for me was, Hey, you're not as big. You're not as fast. You're not, you know, you've got to be stronger than, than the rest. So that helped me get to the next level. The other thing was, was the speed coach. Uh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't the fastest in high school. Uh, I was actually running a 5040, uh, before a speed coach and at a 5040, you're, you're not going to get any looks, you know, you're not going to go get a scholarship from really any level, probably at that point. So, uh, to be able to, you got to be running, you know, four, eight, four, seven, four, six type speed. So my dad did give us a strength coach, uh, all summer long. We ran, ran until, until we threw up some days. It was, it was mayhem. Uh, I hated it. It was some of the hardest workouts we've ever done. Uh, but at the end of the summer, we came back and the next year, everyone was like, what, what happened? You know, what, what happened to your kids? You know, we started with just us, two friends. Uh, so our family, two friends uh, and a speed coach. And the next year, the guy had like seven schools signed up because the results were, were so dramatic just from, uh, from one summer of working with him. So that was, that was huge. Uh, that was the way to get a scholarship was to, um, you know, go up, show up at uh, these camps and, at that time, I was running a, a four seven, so uh, major improvement from a five zero. So those two things definitely helped. Uh, and then you know, it's just watching film, dedicating yourself. I I think one thing I didn't do enough of was watch professionals. Uh, when you watch a professional at your position, it's it, it helps. You know, they know the technique. They've been doing it their whole life. They're they're one of the best in the world at it. So go and watch players that are doing what you want to do, and and see how they're doing it and use those same techniques because you know, that's 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 what the professionals do at the <laughs> highest level one thing i never really paid attention to when i was younger because you think you can do everything as a kid you think you're the best yeah you, you have a lot of confidence in yourself but there's always a way to get better yeah for sure and it sounds like for you it required a whole lot of sweat equity to put in the time from a young age all the way up to where you are currently big time man it's the only way well, Chris, this has been an amazing episode and amazing advice for all those listening on what it took for you to be successful in all your endeavors. And hopefully this helps motivate and inspire other people to put their time in, put the work in and succeed in all their own uh, pursuits. For sure, man. Thanks for having me on today. Before we go, I do want to give a quick plug for Chris and Ice Shaker. Make sure you check both of them out online and on Instagram and if you are going to purchase something from Ice Shaker, I would really appreciate it if you used the link below. 
that link gives us a small percentage of your purchase to help us keep the podcast going and make more episodes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Brown Body Health and Fitness Podcast. If you liked this episode, please make sure to share it with a friend, subscribe so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes, and leave a review. This way we can spread knowledge and motivation and help reach more people. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next time.